Are you tired of losing sales? Do you wish you had proven strategies that would help you increase your sales today, not in three months? You could Google it, but Google is in the information business. And I am in the transformation business. Welcome, Welcome. to the Snack-Sized Sales Podcast, where we will share three actionable sales strategies that you can implement in your business today to increase your sales tomorrow. This includes tactics, tips, and techniques from industry experts, influencers, and sales pros to help you shorten your learning curve and increase your bottom line. The more sales strategies we simplify for you, the shorter your sales cycle and the more money in the bank. Now your host, 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 multi-award-winning sales expert and international speaker, Wesleyan Greer. Hi, I'm Wesleyan Greer, host of the Snack Size Sales Podcast. Today, our guest is Elaine Lindsay, who will be chatting with us about how to integrate and optimize your online presence. Hi, Elaine. How are you? Hi, I'm great. Thanks. Good to see you. So let me introduce Elaine to the audience. Elaine Lindsay is best known as an early adopter, lifetime learner, international speaker, and digital strategist. She is the creator of the Integrate and Optimize online method that melds SEO and social media to get you found first in the search results. She created her first website in 1999, and she knew that was not enough. So for the last 20 years, she has studied web design, search optimization, social media, and video to help you integrate and optimize your online presence. Clients affectionately call Elaine the Maximizer, the Google Plus, and Digital Diva. Wow, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you are an amazing, amazing person. And I want you to tell the audience how you got to where you are today. How did you become known as the Digital Diva? Well, it's actually sort of interesting because as much as I did a website in 1999, the first one was actually for a counselor, a a politician in municipal government. And it was really sort of a transition from interior design, which is what I had been into. But through some very long-term and serious health challenges, I had to kind of recalibrate. And I've had to do this over and over and over in my life. I've had to restart and retrain and completely change what I was doing, which is uniquely suited to everything online because social media, SEO, websites, all of that changes so quickly. You know, people kind of need somebody to hold their hand so that they can kind of pick through some of the stuff that goes on to figure out which of it you really need to pay attention to. So for me, that very first website was just a sort of an introduction to where the digital world could take you. And as it went on, I don't think I had finished that. It was maybe a week and I kept thinking, well, this is lovely, but if nobody knows it's there, why did I do all that work? (laughs) And that's what led me to search engine optimization. And the penny really clicked. When I got into social, which by the way, I got into social media, Facebook specifically, just to basically follow my adult children. I was stalking them, if you will. It was easier than phoning every day. 
But those breadcrumbs, if you will, the website and then the SEO and then getting into social. When Google got into social that last time, which was Google Plus, I knew right away that they had tried so hard because they've made forays into social before, but they were still going at it because I knew that it was going to somehow tie to the search engines. And sure enough, within a couple of years, because the way Google search works changed to be more contextual. So you can now write a full sentence and it will look for what you're saying, not just pick out a word or two, which makes it really important for good sales. Because if you craft your words really well so that they fit your niche and you come across as the authority with the consistency that those search engines need, then you're the one that they're going to serve up first and fastest each and every time. And that's what leads you to good traffic, which in turn leads to good sales. I love it. So I, <laughs> You know, I got to uh, just listening to your story. So it seems like you went from designing homes and businesses to really designing someone's presence online. So you took all of that creativity that you had, that you had to use to conceptualize and design spaces to say, I want to bring this online. And yeah, it's cool to have a nice website, but if it's just a doorstop, what's the point, <laughs> right? Everybody wants to be found. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it was the same in home decor, but it was actually my daughter. I couldn't do the walking anymore. I couldn't do the stairs. So the beauty of online is I don't have to climb stairs to do this. <laughs> I can sit right here and, you know, really function so that I can serve my clients well. And my shortcomings, if you will, my bits and pieces don't get in the way so much when I can do that. And it's a wonderful kind of think of it as a puzzle. Okay. I always say to customers, you know, your digital life is kind of like a puzzle. People can't see the picture till you put it all together. And to me, together is like cohesive. It's integration. I swear that's going to be on my grave. There's going to be hands doing this moving. It'll be a little gift. <laughs> I love it. So now let's get into our golden nuggets. What's the first tip that you have for people who want to build that integration? Well, I think the most important thing for you to build that integration is to make sure that your key elements, so start with your name, your address if you use it, your phone number, and your email. They need to be exact consistent across everything. So website, blog, social media, any meta descriptions that you put out, any forums that you go to, any places that you guest post, anything you do needs to have those things exactly the same. And I know I sound picky, but it's right down to the number of letters. So if, for instance, Wesleyan, if you used your middle initial, say on one social channel, do you know that the bots don't think that's you anymore? That's wow. now somebody else huh. because it, it doesn't have that consistency. So if you only change that one thing, it will make a difference. 
So consistency. And I mean, we're not even talking about posting or writing or anything. Just show up, make sure you have your name, email address, phone number. And I love that because sometimes people will put like an info at on their website, right? Because they don't want unwanted emails, but you're saying don't do that. Well, you can have an admin or an info. You'll note on our site, we have get help at Tool Social okay. because that's what we do. We give you help. Uh-huh. So whatever you choose, even if it's info across all of your channels, it must always be info. Uh-huh. So in that respect, you're absolutely right because who the hell wants to be info all the time? <laughs> it doesn't make sense. But the fact is, these are your foundations. And when you take the time to audit those foundations, then you can make sure that that consistency is through everything. Because let's face it, what we're all trying to do is tell the search engines we are the authority in our niche. Mm, I love it. So what's the next thing that we need to do after our consistency? The next thing after the consistency is making a point of staying in your lane, okay? When you are, uh, for instance, okay, if, if you're doing content creation and one day you do something about your back office and one day you do something about your specific niche. So let's just take, for instance, Okay, someone who is a sales trainer. Okay, as a sales trainer, there are lots of tips that you can offer your audience in order to help them. There are things about your back office and the way you do things and how you create content that would be really important to them and be really helpful. But if you put up information on a different way to set up a new website that has absolutely nothing to do with what you do Mm. and it can really confuse an audience as to well hang on a minute I thought this was about sales training like why is it off there now I don't want people to think I'm saying you have to talk about sales training in everything you do that's not at all what I'm saying being real, talking about not just your back office, but if you're a gardener, if you love old movies, then you can use a few themes within your post that speak to that niche. But you need to kind of tie them to you and what you do. Because none of us are one dimensional. Nobody's looking for one dimension. They want to know that you're real. You're a flesh and blood human being that has other interests. And that's a good thing. But if you just use random things, like I said, you know, build another website that has nothing to do with anything about you, then that becomes not only inconsistent, but in the end, it will also turn off the bot who will see that that is neither authoritative, nor is it within your relevance region, which is critically important to what you do. That is so powerful because a lot of times me as a a sales coach, sales trainer, as soon as people hear that, they think, oh, okay, so you're going to go out there and you're going to build us funnels and you're going to do this and that. And I'm like, no, that's a marketing function, (laughs) Right? right? 
that's, that's a marketing right. function. I don't do that. And so, you know, staying in your lane and really speaking, but also being online and staying true to what you're about. And it's not just the real audience, it's the bots, right? Absolutely. <laughs> I didn't realize they're reading Absolutely. and they're looking at everything that we do online. That's good. And the thing is, you want to face it towards your audience. This is the third tip. You want to face it towards your audience at all times. Okay, but the smartest way to do that is talk to one person, make whatever you're putting out, whether it's a long piece, a long article, a blog post, a meme, or Friday's tip of the week, always talk to one person, have a conversation. Because when you try to be all inclusive, you're actually speaking to no one. And let's face it, you and I both know When I'm reading something you wrote, there's only one of me. If I want that to touch me, the reader, then I have to direct it to me, the reader. And that is probably the most powerful. All of those tips, as much as I talk about the search engines and the bots and the relevance and what have you, first and foremost, the client comes first. If it's not useful for the client, then it will not be found authoritative or relevant for the bots either. Wow. I really like how you're bringing in that world of automation and bots and that thing that it's like a unknown, right? Like we don't know what's happening there, but it's like, if you think about the person you're speaking to, then that is what is going to actually trigger those bots. And that's how you really build your authority online. Absolutely. You've given me so many great tips. And as you're speaking, I'm thinking, I'm like, well, am I speaking to that one person? Am I speaking to too many people? Because you're right. You can't be everything to everybody. Mm. And a lot of times people say that, but I don't want to exclude or I don't want to this. And, but what you're doing when you're saying, I don't want to exclude is the, your ideal prospect or the person you're trying to speak to, they miss that. Right. Cause they're like, oh, that's not for me. Absolutely. And, you know, like to bring it down to the smallest common denominator, I believe it was Carnegie who said the sweetest sound to any, I'm paraphrasing here, any person is the sound of their own name. Mm -hmm. And what that's saying is when you direct your posts to that one individual, it's every individual that reads your posts individually. And, and it can be difficult to wrap your head around because a lot of people want to show that they know how you feel. You know, I, I've been there. I, yeah, I've made a gazillion mistakes and I've been there, but I don't want to make my posts say we instead of you mm. because it's not my journey. It's not about me. Wow. That's so powerful. So I would love for you to share a story with us where you had somebody who was clueless on online, what to do, how to do. They went from zero all the way to being found and being seen. Can you give us a success story? I could give you a couple and and one that's relatively short because it's really, really old. My client is now retired. I started working with her in 2004 and her name was Patricia Wall. And there was a senator, Patricia Wall, in the States. Now we're in Canada. My Patricia Wall went from a veritable unknown to being number one in search. And to this day, her company, TTLO Inc., can still be found in search. 
She'd been retired for almost five years now. But it got to the point that the senator called her and said, what are you doing? How is it that you consistently beat me in search? Like, how is that possible? And quite frankly, they could not have been more different because she is a spiritual healer, the lady that I work with, which, you know, not as grounded as being in the Senate, for sure. The other story is this. I talk about the foundations. I talk about integration and optimization. My clients say I do it ad nauseum. And one particular client, we call her the SOB. She nicknamed herself the SOB, smart old broad, who's now become a woman on fire. But when I first got my hands on her, I kept trying to hammer home the fact that it's really critical that we pull everything you do together. And unfortunately, she's terrified of tech. Okay, she had a BlackBerry and she, I'll let her know I'm telling her she had a BlackBerry until like a year and a half ago. Wow. And hangs on to things. And she, when we first started working together, I knew that I had to ease her into what we did because I knew she'd be incredible on video. She's a business coach and she, my God, I bet she's forgotten more than most people will ever know. Hmm. Anyway, Angela would say to me week in and week out, oh my God, why do I have to do this? Why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? And about three months in, one day she sent me this message and said, oh my God, oh my God, I am so excited. Guess what? I was approached by someone who found me because of what we did. Wow. Like, yes. Because you can go outside of your norm, outside of where you're comfortable. Nothing good happens in the comfort zone, okay? Sweatpants and jammies are in the comfort zone, not a good place to be. You want to step just a little outside, you know, get that bit of uncomfortableness going on. And it's amazing what happens. I will tell you now, she is an absolute hit on video. She does fabulous business talks, Angela Sutcliffe, business consulting on Facebook and LinkedIn. And she's just absolutely rocking it. I love it. That consistency. And I love how you can take someone who is very, very um, an infant, if you will, and optimizing their online presence and get them like, and that is a big thing. Like you found me online or you found me on my social media channel and you actually want to speak with me. I love it. I love it. I love it. These are all great tips on ways to increase your sales. So do you have a free gift for the audience? I do. And considering I was talking about auditing and making sure everything works well, I have what we call our mini audit checklist. It has areas for website and or blog, your social media, information on SEO and what you can do. And it's just a good way to go through and check what you have. And even if you don't have some of the pieces, it's a great way to make sure that you start on the right foot. Mm. And you can simply go to my website on the main page at toolsocial.com. Right at the very bottom in the middle, you'll see integrate and optimize online method. The book is right there and just subscribe and you'll get the book. 
Now that sounds like that's chocked full of lots and lots of value. I encourage everyone to go get that online presence audit. And how can they contact you? Well, I'm pretty easy to find. You can do get help at truelsocial.com or you can simply look up Elaine Lindsay. I guarantee you'll find me. Awesome. Thank you so much, Elaine, for sharing your wealth of knowledge. And I know that you've done this and iterated and been through. And so whatever you say, I would say you are definitely, as your clients call you, the digital diva. Thank you. I appreciate that. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us on another episode of the Snack Size Sales Podcast. Please leave us a review, subscribe to this podcast. Every week we come to you and share more content from sales pros, industry experts, and leaders. Have a great day, Elaine. Thanks, you too. Thank you for joining us today on the Snack Sized Sales Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, subscribe and leave us a review. Learn how to continue increasing your bottom line by getting simplified sales strategies delivered to your inbox weekly by going to www.snacksizedsales.com. Trust me, your bank account will grow and love you.